Let's go. Welcome back to episode five. Five? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of the House of the Dragons podcast. Three Hot D's podcast. Game of Thrones prequel podcast. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Robbie, along with the master of Tide Pods, Cousin Benny, <laughs> a.k.a. Cousin Benny Dick to the Knee, and the best-looking man on this podcast, <laughs> our co-host, Ryan. It's a, I moved up a spot in the past week. <laughs> you did, because uh, my cousin Sal was saying how um, you always get so excited when I say best-looking, and then when I go to Cousin Benny, you get a little upset, so... <laughs> I thought that was part of the joke. I thought, oh no! Well, you're the best looking one, as always. Get out of here, you guys! I'm number three, if anything. Cut anyway, uh, yeah. So this is Three Hot D's, uh, a House of the Dragon podcast. Um, this episode is episode five, titled "We Light the Way." Um, that is a reference to the High Towers. Um, that is their house saying. Um, and, uh, I'm sure we'll talk quite a bit about that a little bit later in the podcast, but, uh, welcome to everybody reminder. This is a light spoiler podcast. So don't worry if you're not a book reader and, uh, send us an email cause we haven't gotten any since last week and, uh, it'd be nice going great pod at gmail.com. Uh, we did get one text, uh, regarding the inclusion of a female voice, on this podcast. So I'm putting out the call because uh, Katie said we should have a female voice. And I said, all right, come on. And she said, I don't know, but me, I don't know. <laughs> I love the name of the episode being uh, three hot D's and one bad B. I do. I love that. So uh, Katie, come on. Or if you're one of our other friends that's listening, or maybe you're just some rando. If you're a woman, come on, be the bad B to our three hot D's. We need Love you. It. Please come on. We do we, a female perspective would be helpful, I think, on this. Um, so yeah, let us know. Please come on. Um, so what do you guys think? Should we start with just our overall impressions of this episode? What'd you guys think? Robbie, what'd you think? You just watched it. Yes, I just watched it. I uh I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I thought uh I think a lot better than a Game of Thrones wedding scene. Oh yeah. <laughs> I could have did uh you know, I could have did a little bit better dance routine, I really, I really, but the um, what I love the best hey. is the yeah. Like, what are we doing? What I love the best was the um, the tension of that whole scene for like fifteen minutes, and then you know you just we're expecting something, but um, nobody does it better, man, than Game of Thrones when with with those type of scenes. So I was I was happy about that. That's true, Benny. What did you think? I am on a high from this episode. I thought it was absolutely incredible. I thought it was, it's propelling us into what is to come with this series. I think uh, I'm a sucker because I, I thought we were going to get through a, a wedding ceremony without the major catastrophe happening, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm surprised by it, but it was, I just thought it was fantastic. I thought like Robbie mentioned, there was so much tension, you know, even throughout the whole episode, um, you know, uh, there are more things I want to say, but we'll get into them later. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and I got to agree with both of you. I think this is my favorite episode so far. Um, Easily. Of, yeah, of these, uh, I think most watchers agree. I was looking at, um, I mean, 
take ratings with a grain of salt, but this is yeah. the highest rated episode so far. Um, and I also saw just kind of an in general stat. Uh, each episode has been watched by an average of 29 million people. That's that's nuts. That's nuts. nuts. Yeah, that is crazy. What's even more nuts, though, is every time I ask people I know, like, are you watching it? And they're like, no, nah. like, what? Where are all these? What the fuck? Uh, same, same. There people keep texting me like you watching it. I'm like, yeah, you should definitely watch the show. And they're like, ah, we'll see. You know, maybe I'm like, you fucking missing out, missing out, especially an episode like this. Loved it. And it's funny, like first and we'll get into the episode in a second. But like for like my first watch, like at the very end, I was like, all right, that was a good episode. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, holy shit, that was a good episode. And then I yeah. watched it again. I was like, this episode is fucking awesome. So. Do you do you guys think that this might be one of the moments that sucks people in? Could be Red like Wedding ask. Not so much Red Wedding, you know, as as far as how bad it was, but just like I think this one's going to get talked about a lot. And that's what it, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody on the fence maybe jumps in now. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that um, <clears throat> this might be a turning point for uh, more viewers, especially people that we know, because like you said, I'm nobody that I talk to watches it. So hopefully people start getting getting their asses in gear and start <laughs> start watching it. Yeah, maybe we could get some more listeners to this podcast. I was going to say they're going to have a nice little uh, backload of podcasts to listen to along the way. That's right. Um, so anything else to say before we start talking about the episode does anyone want to take the black for any reasons i don't think we made any mistakes last week but i could be wrong well some of us made a huge mistake over the weekend <laughs> would someone and like to take the black for this I, i'm wearing the black because i need to take the the black for not inviting you out <laughs> i got friggin roasted on going gray you know if anybody's listening to this that listens to going gray and obviously you are let me just put it out there I'm very sorry, Ryan. I never meant to to cause you the amount of pain that you clearly were going through this weekend. Um, I love I you. Crying. <laughs> I'm gonna get out there super early one weekend, and we're gonna we're gonna get you nice and drunk and home before three thirty p.m. <laughs> That's what I need. Uh, I, <laughs> Benny, I appreciate that very much. Uh, I was not actually upset. Uh, I was playing it up for the show. I was gonna say. I, we somebody might sit the iron throw this this week. That's not on on uh, House of the Dragon. It might be you for the acting performance you put on. There you go. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> you was good. Could you know what it was? You guys were at the family party thing. Like I don't expect to invite at like ten o'clock at night from something like that. That's I'm not. I am not insulted at all. I'm insulted because I would have loved to have you there, and I, I'm insulted by myself. So that's quite all right. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm insulted well, well, by Phil's uh, Taco Bell order, but we already discussed that. So <laughs> he could he could take the black this week for that disgusting order. I can't believe I, if I ate Taco Bell after drinking all night, I I would have died. This show wouldn't exist. <laughs> I'm surprised yeah. we made through 18 holes of golf without some type of disaster. Yeah, I'm surprised nothing was leaking out my shorts on the seventh. <laughs> all right, so Benny takes the black this week. Uh, Maybe next week, Robbie, or maybe nobody. Maybe we'll be perfect. We'll see. Um, so the show opens up with uh, someone we've heard about but have yet to meet, and that was Rhea Royce of Runestone, who is Damon's wife. 
Um, she's going out. She's going to go hunting, do some stuff. She sees her cousin, Gerald, who we see later. Um, and then all of a sudden, fucking Sith Damon shows up with his, with his hood up. <laughs> now, what I want to know, my question for this scene is, A, it was awesome because Damon didn't say shit. It was just, I don't know, it was just awesome. Um, do you think that he showed up there with all intentions to kill her? Or do you think it was some of the things that she said that like prodded him to do it? Or any thoughts you have on this scene? Hmm. I haven't, I haven't thought about that way. I mean, he just showed up so menacingly that I kind of, yeah, I mean, maybe that that's what he wanted to do, but my thoughts were, you know, we're we're getting the unreliable point of view of Damon saying, you know, she's ugly. She's, you know, this, she's that. And I mean, she's a, she's a bad chick. She's a a beautiful girl. She knows how to hunt. She's a catch, you know? So I think we know now that Damon just has some issues in the bedroom and that's kind of, that's the reason why he's, uh, he hasn't consummated this marriage yet. Yep. Robbie, what'd you think? Yeah. I didn't think, I don't know if he was trying to kill her, but I think that, you know, after she kind of gave him a little ribbon here and there, he was like, all right, fuck this person. I'm ready to, yeah, we're going to, we're going to let her horse freak out and, and, basically paralyze her and then I'm gonna smash her with a stone, Tony right. Soprano style. But um yeah, like like Benny said, she was she was attractive and and you know, I don't know what he was talking about, but he's uh he's a uh, Rick James in the sheets. He he does he can he can't really handle himself. So he's a he's a psychopath. But yeah, that's that's my take on it. Yeah, I think he was like like Benny alluded to, I think he was like when he was talking shit, calling her the bronze bitch and all this stuff. Um, I think he was trying to get out in front of like her saying that he can't get it up because it seemed mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't think it's been like expressly said, but it's been mentioned a few times so far that like something's up, you know, maybe that's I think we discussed it um, when that whole scene with him and Renera and he walked away like maybe it wasn't the fact that he didn't want to do it. It was maybe that he couldn't do it or yeah. whatever um i think though once once he knocks her off the horse it's over he can't he can't leave her alive because then someone's gonna come through and be like so you what know happened? damon did this yeah yeah so i think it's kind of a shame too that like she didn't get involved with the family much because i feel like she would have been somebody that renera took to and enjoyed okay. spending time with because they're kind of cut from the same cloth in a way it seems like and both a couple of bad bees. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, basically that was that was it. I, I did want to mention it again. He looked like a weirdo in that cloak. Um, but he also looked badass at the same time. So it was kind of kind of siffy. I don't know. Yeah. Star Wars. For sure. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Star Wars at, to borrow a phrase from you, Benny, a Jace. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then they go to uh, they're on a ship. Viserys is vomiting all over the place. Um, I think at first watch, I was like, all right, Viserys is seasick. After the whole episode, though, I'm kind of like, maybe that was part of it, but maybe he's just fucking falling apart, like literally bleeding all over the place. He's a mess. He, he and what we'll, we'll talk about it later, too. But like in one scene, his arm was just all fucked up. 
I almost think he like didn't have digits on that one hand, like almost at all. He's falling apart. I think people online diagnosed it as leprosy. He has leprosy, which I did. You guys see the previews for next week? I did. I did not. Okay, so I'm not going to say anything, but I was very shocked um, at the at the coming attractions for next week. Yep, dude, he is. I mean, we went through everything with him this week. He's passing out, coming off of his, you know, coming out of the the chariot when he gets home. Yep. He's falling down at the wedding. He's, like you said, just mangled when he's getting looked at by the maesters. So this dude is on death's door. Yep. Yeah, oh, he was so- uh, he was all jammed up. Like I don't think I don't know that maybe you don't want to see your king uh, weak like that on the ship. Take him take him down down below deck and. Have him throw up in a bucket or whatnot, yeah. but uh, yeah, he was all he was all jammed up. So all jammed uh, up. I think the party might be over for him pretty soon. Yeah, <laughs> and then I think I'm pretty sure that this is how the show went. Like, so before they actually, yeah, before they actually get to where they're going to Driftmark, they cut back to King's Landing, and Allison is talking to Otto, and I think this was a a big reason for events that. It well, this one and and two other things. A big reason why she does what she does at the end of the episode because he's basically, and I don't know why they maybe never discussed it prior to him like leaving. <laughs> maybe could have done something, but basically, and it's true. This is going to potentially start a war. Renera may kill your children and you for to to make sure that you know you can't lay claim to the throne. And she's kind of like. Oh, shit. I mean, she does also say, like, I, at this time, I believe her. Maybe you shouldn't have went so hard with Aegon. But, um, you know, this was, a, I think, a big, big reason. And we'll probably discuss this even more later. Um, but, you know, important scene uh, with Otto there. What do you guys think? Yeah, I thought it was a, <clears throat> a good scene. I mean, he was only in there for a couple of episodes, but I, I think like, like the guy with the umbrella. <laughs> Yeah. Background. yeah 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 but it laid the, it laid the groundwork um I, I i agree with everything that he was saying um but yeah i i thought it was a i thought it was a great scene between them two it was sad to see otto only for a little bit but a very very uh important important scene i think otto is kind of the master of saying just enough to lead people in the direction that he wants them to go in um he he you know he's putting all this stuff in allison's head that even though she thinks he went too hard with Aegon, he gives her a lot to think about and that like you said kind of propels her storyline going forward for the rest of the episode so otto the character is is a is a shysty guy but he also you know he 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 knows what he's doing yeah um, then we go to Driftmark, which apparently is called High Tide, which I love. Mm-hmm. That was that was yep. a great kind of little change there. Um, and uh, so Viserys is begging, quote unquote, begging for um, the hand uh, for Rhaenyra and Lenor. And uh, I mean, basically, it seems like it's going to happen. What do you guys think of this scene? I think... <laughs> It puts Viserys is in like panic mode. I think. Hey, at this I've, point. Actually, I'm sorry to cut you off, Benny. Go ahead. Is it Viserys or Viserys? Uh, or which one of Do us I, is saying it correctly? 
I don't know. I think I, it might be Viserys, and I think I'm saying it wrong. Okay, just so, I don't care. I'm just I just didn't want I didn't want to be the one that was wrong. Yeah, and, yeah. and so Viserys is in full on panic mode at this point. Um, <laughs> I think he's like I'm possibly dead tomorrow, so I, I need to 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 make all these moves right now. Um, I think previously this is something he would have invited Corliss to right. King's Landing for. I think part of it is him showing respect and kind of putting his tail between his legs a little bit because he didn't marry uh, the daughter. But I think he's in full on panic mode. And I think both Corliss and Rainey's can see that. And I think that's why they say he's begging. But yeah. I, I did I did like the the negotiation that went down between them. You know, the, the children taking the Valerian name until one of them ascended the throne. Um, so it was cool. It was cool to just see like that that quick little negotiating scene. And again, they're laying it on thick with how sick Viserys is at this point. Yeah, I think they I think they might have seen that he was like vulnerable, like being sick. So they were kind of like like go like going for gold, like let's see what we can get. And then they came to that compromise. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that um they saw how vulnerable and how basically on death door he is and they were like all right well we're gonna try and and get him for everything we we can get but then they came up with that compromise but it was so nice to see uh uh Corliss back i i loved him as a character and okay. his wife and his wife as well um so it was nice to see him but yeah. uh yeah it was a it was a great scene okay and i like how they kind of big timed him a little bit he you know king shows up and uh They're and also this is our first well, no, when he's on the ship, but Lionel Strong, the hand. So Hold he, it. he's like, this is how you greet your king. He sent, you know, your 16 year old or 18 year old daughter, however old she's supposed to be. And he's got a he's sitting on the throne just waiting for him. Like that was that was a pretty big, uh, big time, uh, big yeah. time in the king. Yeah. Good for him. I think I think the one thing we talked about a little bit, we didn't go too deep into it was how we felt about Rainey's. And I think this episode we got like a, you know, she was, she was tight about Rainera be, being named heir, but I think you got a little bit more of the actual person that she is in this episode okay. where she's, she's talking to Corliss about, you know, what this means and what all, what, what's the possible fallout of Rainera ending up taking the throne and it's going to put our son in danger and all that kind of stuff aside from the other things we find out about um, their son. So he'll grow out good. of it though. Yeah, of course they always do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, it was good to see that side of her because I know, I think one of you guys mentioned that you'd think that maybe that's not the type of person she was when she was all sassy to Rainier. She kind of reminded me of Kat Stark a little bit, like, you know, uh, almost like, like bitch in the streets, nice in the sheets, you know, like just <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Like, you know, if it's anyone else besides our family, like my guard is up, uh, you know, whatever, I'm going to be cold. But like with Corliss and probably with their kids, she's, uh, you know, a loving mother, partner, whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was like that was nice to see. I think I think we'll probably get more of both of them, but I I think we're going to get more of, of her uh, moving forward. I think they're going to flesh out that character, which I hope because I I like her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, speaking of he'll grow out of it. Um, 
the whole scene with um first with Rhaenyra and and him and then basically just being like so we can fuck other people how's that sound yeah yeah <laughs> i want to i was looking to pull up his name before and i didn't because i feel uh, like we're all... yes i was definitely dancing around not knowing his name <laughs> no, yeah i just did that too but it's yeah lanor and his sister is lena i'm pretty sure oh, easy enough <laughs> yeah the easy one and she looks she all of a sudden is old like she's an adult she was like like six years old in the in that episode when i i know yeah how old did they say she was at that time was she 12 12 i think yeah yeah so and this is several years later so she's like 16 ish 17 i mean that's in in westeros that's an old woman so she's coming into her own a little bit we'll talk about that later on (laughs) yep jesus my own. <laughs> I, I feel like well because Robbie didn't watch the the next on there's some things that we might have to hold back on oh, go ahead it's fine you okay. sure? yeah, yeah we'll get we'll get to it when when we get to it um yeah just you should watch it um so then after all that wait let me go back to my notes here I took notes this week because I wanted I, I felt like last week I was, I didn't know what I was what I was doing um oh so oh is there anything else you guys want to say about this whole scene at driftmark about the the marriage about um Waynor, the night of kisses which is a plus name i mean we don't <laughs> yeah. find that out until later yeah. but love it i mean we just see renera you know fully into doing her duty but she knows now all right i could twist this and make this work for me any way I want it to. So, you know, it's good for her at that point. Um, but again, like every decision I think everybody's made on the show so far, it's going to end up uh, backfiring on her. Yeah. Two, actually, a couple things still about these scenes. One, do you guys think that when um, I think it was Rainice or Corliss, I don't remember who, but they said, oh, sorry to hear about uh, Lady Raya. And Viserys and uh, Lionel Strong kind of give each other a look. You think that they were basically like fucking Damon. <laughs> I think they kind of found out in that moment a little bit. Well, they found out she died. But like, do you think that they just automatically assumed Damon did it? I think when they heard she fell off her horse and her face was beaten in uh, or like her skull was crushed or whatever. They're kind of like, oh, I think we know who did that. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, I think that's uh, Damon, that fucking <laughs> psychopath. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention was I liked how Rhaenyra danced around uh, Lainor by saying uh, goose or duck. Yeah. All right, fine. Like, so do you think then that like kind of everyone knows or is this maybe just in the family? I don't know. Like, it, it kind of seems like Everyone in in these scenes knows like the both families. So I don't know if that means like just regular ass people know uh, that him and the night of kisses are together or whatever. Um, so uh, whatever. I think she knew think? she went into it knowing like he doesn't like women. Maybe I'll propose this and say that yeah. I like duck better or whatever. <laughs> what do you think, Robbie? 
Yeah, I agree. I, I think that I think like everybody kind of knows that he likes to tiptoe in the tulips with uh, <laughs> the uh, what the night of kisses. What's his name? Yeah, Joffrey Lawnmouth. Is that his name? Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love it. I love rest yeah. in peace. All right, peace, spoiler, Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Joffrey does not have a good time at weddings. No, it's a bad. Old I don't. I don't. I don't think anybody outside the family really knows. Maybe. I. I think that the people that are close to him, I don't think he hides it too much from. Um, but I, I don't necessarily think it's known around the Seven Kingdoms. Yeah, possibly. Although I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit. They were pretty chummy on the dance floor yeah i mean there's a lot of shit going on on the dance floor we'll talk we'll talk about that later um before we get to mr Kristen cole that simp bitch i know what the um, hell the real quick that scene with uh laris strong who is the son of lionel the guy with the with the cane um what the hell what's his motivation you guys have any ideas like he's he's just like creating chaos or like what the hell his dad's father a hand of the king like what is he doing he's so deceptive i don't even think that that limp is real i like it wow (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude he this guy man he is obviously he's deformed right we see his foot turned in like crazy so he's all messed up but i i think he's got the the issues that Tyrion had where because he is not a normal quote unquote person, right? He's been immediately put to the side by everybody, by his father, by um his brother, anybody his brother, all these people just look at him as less than. So I mean it seems like he's willing to almost go behind his father's back and and just start start drama. Right. And that's what kicks off basically Allison. Uh investigating everything because she's like she had moon tea all right so let's find out um but yeah i don't i'm curious to see what is his motivation just chaos you know chaos is a ladder type shit um or does he have some something some motivation that he's going after i I guess we'll find out he was pulling something about mary yes you know what i'm saying with the guy with the uh the uh, crutches, yeah, like trying to get close to her and just faking it. Yeah, he's a little, Maybe. yeah, I, I agree, I agree with that, Ben. He was a little deceptive, uh, little sneaky bastard. So maybe a little chaos he's trying to, you know, start a little ens- ensuing chaos. I think that that's a good call for you because I was like indifferent with that scene. That'd be funny, I- Benny, if you if you're right, like if all of a sudden he just throws the cane and it kind of walks <laughs> regular, yeah. I think he's, like I said, he's been pushed aside for so long. He sees Allison as like, okay, I can't do this the normal way. So here, I, here's my shot at going at the source of power. Yeah. Um, if you know, It's not the king, but it's the queen, and she can get things done. So I'm going to go gets, right, get sorry, in with if her. If he gets in good with her, right there. Yeah, yeah, if he gets yeah. in good with her, then he's, you know, maybe in the small council in a couple of years or something or whatever. Exactly. If exactly. you remember too, like, was it last episode or two episodes ago on the hunt? He like was hanging out with the girls. So he probably gets like all the gossip, the hot goss. I think the kids call it. Um, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. So maybe that's where he gets his information. Like he's just like, he, he even said, I'm a good listener or something like that. So 
I don't know. Maybe he's the future master of whispers. Whatever. I think what he's I forget the quote that he had, but he was like, when you're not asked to speak, you become very good at listening or something like that. So something like that. Yeah. My guy's been my guy's got a chip on his shoulder. Oh yeah. Big time chip. Yeah. Um, so then after all this, um, yeah, basically, so Kristen Cole, our former favorite maybe oh man he um, found a couple of pegs couple pegs couple like <laughs> do you My think guy. right down the ladder <laughs> do any of you think that your dick game is that good that you could convince a princess slash future queen to give up her crown and run away with you like she's a disney princess i know i don't i um, i almost couldn't get i to move to queen's so I don't know. <laughs> so I don't think so. No, I don't think so at all. Yeah, let me tell you something right now. You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> so I'll keep quiet on that. But my answer would be absolutely not. But like, yeah, who does this guy think he is? That he and what do you guys think? Did they sleep together once, or were they sleeping together for a couple months at this point? Because I feel like you could make the argument either way. Like they did it that one time, or. Because the way he was saying something along the lines of like, like knowing her or something like that, it almost I feel like they like sort of alluded to the fact that they were like maybe something was going on for like a period of time. I feel like the way he reacted on the boat on the ship, then I that wasn't just a one time thing where he was like, oh, I'm now I'm pussy. I feel like he it had to be more than once that they they're continuing this sexual escapade and he's just hooked on that dragon uh punani so uh <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean like i get it. and coming from the perspective of think of him as so he's like almost like fundamentalist religious meaning he took these vows that he takes super serious and the only way that he probably thought he could like um I don't know, get out of of sullying those vows is by like by making an honest woman out of her and marrying her or something like that. And yeah. then she just is like, no, dude, you, you, you want to still fuck around? Sure. But we're not running away to Essos or something. Yeah. And I, I said it, too. Like, so you want her to throw everything away and like shit on all your duty, but you know, your cloak is more important than that. Like, you you know, you want me to issue all these things, but because you sullied your cloak, like I have to give up everything. So he's definitely on one where he's like, dude, we had such high hopes for this guy. Know, and he just like became, I don't know. I don't want to say simp. I don't like that word, but man, I know. the dude, the dude. I'm not even really sure hundred percent what it means. I, I kind of know the context you should use it but uh, i mean if you wanna if you wanna know i mean that he he pretty much is the definition of simp yeah my guy you know is willing to throw it all away for this girl that i mean yeah he knows her but like doesn't know her that well right man he just went definitely he doesn't that he does not sit on my iron throne this week i'll tell you that right now my guy is in is in a, a cell in the veil right now <laughs> <laughs> you, did, did he win Iron Throne of the Week like by from one of us each week? 
I had him first week, I think, because he I, came up as the mystery knight in the tournament. Yeah, I think he he definitely won at least one other time. But what from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, like this guy just he sh- he should have stayed celibate. Yeah, that boy. Should, but but I mean, we're seeing it. You know, aside from his character, we're starting to see what Game of Thrones is known for, and that's the complete turning of every single character right. of, oh you know and we we're all we all fell for it again this is another again. thing that we fell for where like oh Kristen cole he's such a good dude they he's got a us again man. yeah and here we are all just bashing him now and you know just, what i wouldn't be shocked if we get fooled again yeah and end up yeah he's back <laughs> yeah this I one mean, I, this what this one I th- what what was it what's that godfather quote just when i thought i was at they pulled me back in <laughs> <laughs> They suck at me again. <laughs> Got me again. Those fucks. Um, and then, so then pretty much after that, uh, after that whole scene, we get Detective Allison uh, looking into what's going on. And she she calls Kristen Cole to her chambers. And uh, this idiot, don't ever okay. admit to things until you're specifically asked them. <laughs> so he basically is, he, I mean... Allison had her, her, I guess, thoughts or bad thoughts about with the moon tea and like stuff that Otto said, but he basically kicks this whole thing off. Yeah, she basically Probably. said, she was like, hey, Christian. And he was like, yes, I did it. I, I did it. I, <laughs> I did it. I did it. I had sex with her. She drank the moon tea. I'm, l- let me go. Let me kill myself. I'm, I-, I banged her. It was the anti Bill Clinton. Yeah. Um, or the opposite. <laughs> this the the bizarro Bill Clinton. I feel like too, I knew it was coming because like I, I mentioned last week, we had I had that feeling about Rainera doing that. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's how they were setting it up. Like she went in with guilty conscience to the the conversation she had with Allison. Right. And she she did what you're supposed to do, just hang back. Let the allegations fly at you first. Right. And Again, what a gut punch that this dude just can't fucking keep it together. He's so butthurt that she doesn't want to run away with him to Disneyland or wherever the fuck he wants to go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, have some cinnamon. He's just in full meltdown mode right now. And go fuck yourself, dude. Did you guys ever this? I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it was pretty popular on the Internet uh, fairly recently. This dude on a motorbike and he's screaming at a girl and he's like, it's never gonna happen to me, never. Oh, <laughs> and just drives away on his butt. That's what I was. This kid, like, I felt you almost feel bad for him, but you're like, dude, like, I know this is your first love or whatever, but dude, like the rest of us, go listen to the Cure and have a few drinks and move on. That's it. And this is why celibacy is a stupid, stupid thing for them to have to swear to in right. order to to fight people like what the hell does one have to do with the other so and then you're gonna have him have this dude that can't fuck around like one of the most powerful women in 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 the country forever that's so just you know blew up in their face big time yeah stupid so um yeah basically and after that one quick scene before it starts really getting kicked off um is the whole thing with Viserys and him getting leeched um, and whatever else they were trying to do to help him. 
But then he starts talking to Lionel Strong and he's like worried about his legacy. You know, so what are they going to think of me in 100 years, 200, 500 years? Um, I feel like they're like this whole episode as I was watching and Robbie, I'm going to talk about the the next episode thing. Um, this whole episode, I was like, is Sarah's going to die? Like, like, is this is this going to happen? Um, I mean, based on the, unless it's a flashback or something, he doesn't. So I don't know what the hell goes on if they have some miracle cure or something. But he looks like shit. His arm look, and leprosy might you might be right, Benny. He dude. He I thought we saw him die at the end of the episode. I thought <laughs> honestly, like it sucks because I told you I never watched the next week stuff. But it was one of those episodes that it was so good. I was just like sitting there enjoying the credits and then, you know, just, you know, letting it all sink, sink in. And then the next week started and he's like the first thing that pops up. I'm like, fuck, I know. <laughs> ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Could have had it. Could have had an entire week thinking like, oh, shit, like that. Maybe that was the last time we saw him. Thank God. Yeah, I thought it was going to be. Wow. I was like, wow, we're there's a lot of characters we're not going to see after this week. Um, but wrong. Robbie, did, <laughs> Robbie, did you think so? Because you didn't see that the next on, did you think that maybe that was it? Also, up until just two seconds ago that we <laughs> mentioned it. No, no, I don't okay. think so. No, because I, I feel like they—that's not how they would have did it. I think that if he's gonna die, he's gonna die mid, mid episode. I don't right. think they're gonna. <clears throat> I don't think they're gonna have him die like that. Like, I mean. Joffrey died like that, but you knew Joffrey was completely dead, right? True. Here, you, here, you just see him kind of pass out, and you're like, "Yeah, well, I hope he's dead." But you know, if not, <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah. no, I, I, I didn't think he was dead at all. At all this right. point, at this point, do you want him dead? How do you Honestly, feel? Honestly, no, I don't. You I, want him around still? He, he kind of, he, he. Like I said, he's growing on me, but I I do want him around because I, I I'm starting to enjoy the actor. I'm starting to, like I I think that he's playing his part great, and I think that you're seeing him slowly deteriorate. So I want to see maybe he turns a little cuckoo for cocoa puffs <laughs> and starts going a little crazy and starts doing crazy things. So maybe that happens, but no, it my feelings towards him have turned, and I know I gave him grief the past three episodes, but episodes four and five really kind of turned turn a corner for me with with him as a character on the show nice in regards to this scene what do you guys think his legacy would be good architecture well, yeah go, Robbie, you go. <laughs> <laughs> somebody that does nice sand sand castles nope. uh, Legos. i would say yeah right uh lincoln logs i would say uh a king who tried to do it the right way um i think that that would be his legacy as somebody who tried to potentially do things by the book somebody who didn't want to maybe start wars or or stir up you know unnecessary controversy or unnecessary you know shit but i think that just a a simple king uh king with a calm demeanor who i guess maybe i don't know maybe if i'm being too sad but tried to see the good in everyone i don't know if that's too much but i think i think that's his what his legacy would be yeah i agree i mean i 
kind of know what his legacy was, but you pretty much hit it on the head, Robbie. Like he was the king during the apex or the height of the Targaryens. Um, he even said it in the show, like no war. Um, it's been pretty much like prosperous for everybody. Um, he kind of just tried to follow in Jaharis's footsteps, but then the scene, he's kind of almost like regretting that maybe because he was never like the hero of a great war or led men to defend something or whatever. So I don't know, maybe he regrets it a little, but I, I think his legacy is just height of the Targaryens did pretty good. (laughs) See, I think that, I mean, I don't know exactly what happens. Um, Obviously, like I said, I know broad strokes, but I don't know how far away all that stuff is. Yeah. I think he ends up going down from what I'm seeing. He's going to go down as Viserys the fool because he ruins everything by picking Rhaenyra to be his heir. And he ruined what Jaehaerys, you know, had. And he bucked tradition and he didn't do, you know, this one decision completely could change what you guys were saying, where it was like, you know what? He was the, you know, the Jimmy Carter, the just like, you know, it was like, well, what happened during Jimmy Carter? Like, not a lot, but, you know, shit got done. You know, things, we moved along. We kept the the train on the tracks. Right. So I think that one decision is going to end up looming large and destroying his legacy. Yeah, you could be right. right. And yeah, w- when I said <laughs> I kind of know what happens, same with Benny. Like, I don't know exact details. I just know a lot of broad strokes uh, with his reign. But yeah, I think you're probably right, Benny, but also might be might be us just because we you know like if you think about our own history thing a lot of things kind of get like glazed over where it's just like yeah, there was no war it was good and yeah, then like yeah. that's kind of it like or whatever uh yeah. so now people had money all right fine <laughs> so now we're gonna yeah. get what uh reaganomics after <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, good. I can't wait. Ruin the economy. Baby Neuronomics. Yeah. Neuronomics. Trickle down or, economics. Or, or agonomics. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna get agonomics. <laughs> I love it. Um, so basically, I think the next scene is the end of pretty much the rest of the episode. So the 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 technically not the wedding, but the feast that was a welcome feast. The welcome feast. Um, first of all. I want to be announced somewhere when I walk in a room at some point in my life. Yeah. Just like what about oh see I was gonna say you didn't have a big wedding, so that was your shot. Oh. Oh yeah, that by the way, thanks for, thanks, thanks for the invite. <laughs> uh fuck. I'm sorry it was a pandemic. I couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> Don't make that excuse as a pandemic. I feel like, too, though, that those announcements were so they were just like ego boosters because nobody was paying attention to who was walking in the room. No. And the dude was like so far away from anybody that could hear him that it was just like, here he is, the <laughs> Lord Lannister. And everybody's like, fuck, just getting wasted and just not yeah. paying attention. Fuck you, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to enter the room like uh, like Damon. Oh, boy, this fucking guy again. Oh, yeah. that's it. Get him a chair. Yeah. Here comes trouble. Oh boy. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, basically, uh we could go from there when Damon walks in and uh yeah, everyone's just like like what you said, shit. 
Yeah, fucking fuck. guy. He's yep. been kicked out of King's Landing more times than we've had episodes, practically. And <laughs> that Viserys dude is just like, get him a chair. <laughs> yeah, that dude is me walking back into the Bordy Barn for the 15th time. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Sir Gerald, who we saw at the beginning of the episode, goes up to him while he's at the, you know, the dais and is just like, hey, fuck face. Well, dude, are we sorry to cut you off? Are we no, skipping ahead. somebody else's entrance? Uh, somebody else made a pretty big entrance. Jason Lannister, uh, then the Valerians, um, and <laughs> oh, um, was it someone? Was it one of the High Towers from Old Town? Well, I was thinking, um, Allison. She comes in after all this. I believe yeah. she comes in after <laughs> Damon and okay. Gerald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the okay. biggest entrance. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, just, I mean, real quick, Gerald is like, Hey, uh, I'm accusing you of killing Raya. Um, and Damon is just like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Her? by the way, I'm going to come take your castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which shuts the dude up for some reason. I know. Like he didn't like, think of oh, that. Okay. Yeah. He's like, all right, well. I guess I'll see you later then. <laughs> yeah. All right, goodbye. Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. Yeah. Um, funny. Uh, I guess that's not really funny, but some context to this is House Royce. Their slogan or their saying is "We remember." So I thought that was interesting. Um, they're not probably gonna forget that the Targaryens fucked them. Uh, Do but- you? Will you excuse me? Yeah. Of a, a tangent right now. No, go ahead. Who was who Sir Raymar Royce? Waymar Raymar, Royce. I don't remember. Let me Google it real quick because he I think he there was he was somebody in Game of Thrones. Yeah, well there was the there was Bronze Yans. Um Bronze Yans, is that a real name? <laughs> that was his nickname. Oh, I like uh, it. What the hell is his name? Waymar Waymar Rice was the other guy. In the first scene of Game of Thrones, not the dude that got his head cut off yes, by the by right. the White Walker. He yes. was the dude he was with. Yes. So there you're you right. go. Those little throwback there. Yeah. The Roy- the Royces. Just a little background information. They're from the Vale. Um, they are first men. Uh, when the Andals invaded, they then had to swear fealty to House Aaron because they were the ones who won the battle. The Andals uh, over them. Um, and that's pretty much it. They're a pretty strong house, but they're, you know, m- middle house. They're not anything like super powerful. Um, but I wouldn't be, I don't, I mean, I'm assuming there's going to be a lot more with them because Damon is going to go try and take Runestone. I'm sure that they're not going to want that. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens. What would your um house slogan be? Great question. Holy shit. Uh, I mean, I, I'd want to make it good, but also funny would be good too. <laughs> Damn. Can we can we discuss this next week? Let's think about it. Yeah, okay, let's do perfect. that. Yeah. All right. All right. I want a name, a house name, and a slogan. Okay, okay. great. Sounds good. Uh, maybe it, and maybe like a nickname, like the Night of the Kisses or <laughs> something. Like I think that. that one's up for grabs, so I might have to steal that one. Yeah, I mean, Take it. he's not <laughs> using it. <laughs> um, so Benny, uh, next scene, 
Allison, and that's why I put a green T-shirt on. Nice. Um, strolls in. Now, Robbie, I actually wanted to get your opinion. Sorry, I saw a bug. Uh, opinion on this whole scene because, as someone who doesn't know anything that's going to happen, what did you think about her coming in? The guys, what they said, and then anything else? Like, what what were your thoughts when you saw this? And if you and if you're kind of just like I don't know, green dress, that's fine too. Because I'm just curious as what like a viewer with no book knowledge thinks about this scene. Well, I I'm was confused because I have no idea about a green dress and the maybe the meaning of it. So mm-hmm. maybe so, you guys can <clears throat> fill me in. So those did you notice? And it was a quick scene, so you might have just like looked away real quick. There was the two guys. Um, that talked when she was walking in and do you remember what they said about don't okay so so basically in old town house high tower when they light because house high tower is basically just a really big uh lighthouse essentially when they light their light green that means war they're calling everyone to to war oh boy so (laughs) basically Besides the fact that she cut and we'll talk about it in a second, but what she does and says when she's up there, the fact that she's wearing a green dress is supposed to be symbolic of, I think, and Benny, please chime in, that she's like, fuck the Targaryens, I'm Hightower, and I'm letting everyone know that shit's going down. Yeah, agreed, 100%. I mean, that was 100% a purposeful thing i mean you can see she's walking in like she's going in you know she's a 30th entrant in the royal rumble she's ready she's ready ready to to throw down she's came in there like stone cold like ready to fuck shit up so i think you know i wish she came in like ultimate warrior oh my god that would be the best (laughs) came came sprinting in um yeah and i mean obviously just getting that piece of dialogue between those two dudes like all right well yeah it was a quick scene yeah, there's no mistake in it. Like it's on. It's on now. She's got the information that she needed. She feels betrayed that, you know, her father got basically kicked out of King's Landing and now she's out for revenge. Yep. And to and to protect her kids and herself. Right. All that stuff. And I was thinking too like the fact that Rhaenyra lied to her and she to her father basically was like I believe her when she fucked her so it makes she she probably feels like she um i don't know like did the wrong thing with otto and so that's probably feeding into it and then she goes up there and says congratulations stepdaughter like a yeah like a bad day so cold we got a new bad on the block and i said oh yeah gonna end up on the iron throne one week is this the week is this it it might be well, who goes first this week? Because that'll be an important pick. I think it's I think it's Robbie. I think it I is think, Robbie. I think it is me. Yeah. Um. So after all that, mm-hmm. then I think that's when they start. You know, well, when she walks in, she interrupts uh, Viserys. He's kind of like, "All right, thanks a lot." But then he goes and gets into his thing. Um. And then they start uh, doing some dancing. Robbie, 
as chief dance correspondent of this podcast, <laughs> please break it down. Let us know what you thought of these these dancings, these dance moves. Well, I mean, if we're gonna go on, if we're gonna get the scale. We're gonna go night fever at a ten, and maybe I'm I'm gonna go. This is maybe a little bit under footloose, like way, way, way under footloose. Uh, <laughs> um, it was just like. I we I need more upbeat stuff. I, I, I these guys they're just walking around slow like they're all like it's the fucking Walking Dead. They're like they're possessed, <laughs> and they're just doing a couple of haze and 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 hose and and um yeah I wasn't uh again I I wanted a little more a little more juice in in their steps. Yeah, we're but seeing their go ahead, Benny. Sorry, we're seeing their version of the Charleston right now. There was no yeah. Beatlemania yet. No one's everybody's super reserved when it comes to dancing. This yep. is like. As bad as it gets. Yeah. Maybe throwing an electric slide and I would have been happy. (laughs) Think about that. Someone like back in the day that let's just say that that was an actual dance. There were people that were fucking pumped. Like this was the the craziest dance they've ever done. And they're just like. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Like 25 minutes too. Yeah. That shit fucking rocked hard. Yeah. Um, was, and, but uh, you know what's the whole the whole dance scene I thought was like a genius way, and I'm you know I don't know I guess maybe the director came up with it, whoever genius way to and I, I want to back up for a second, but genius way to have everything that happened in that crowd and like the tension that got built, the fact that you you know you're just like Viserys, like what the fuck is going on? Like you can't yeah. see shit. Like that was I thought that was awesome. It was a good way to to have people bounce around and have conversations with each other, quick conversations. And, you know, Damon's having a conversation with I already forgot her name. Rhaenyra. Um, yeah. Oh, Lena. No, no, no. Lena. And then yep. she's, you know, then he moves over to Rhaenyra. You're prettier than your brother. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it was, like you said, it was a brilliant way to just kind of move all the chess pieces quickly. Right. I think a lot of people were a little too cavalier on that dance floor, though. Like, so before we we get to that really quick, Joffrey and Lenor apparently can just spot the fact that Kristen Cole is, as they put it, construct, which is a great phrase, by the way. Um, I I mean, I, I found that to be a little hard to believe he's, a king's guard he's probably staring at the royalty in the room like i i don't know what it is what I, it is I, I think my man was brooding hard and he had he was but i think in a way it's almost like secret service though where you're like yeah obviously he's staring at her the whole time like that's his job to protect her right. but hey i mean uh, i'll give him the benefit of the doubt joffrey he's got the uh he knows how to read people's body language i guess not not that well because he just he got fucking clobbered. <laughs> I didn't read that one coming. <laughs> I just can I just say something real quick. Yeah. Can uh Viserys cut a fucking pigeon or whatever they were eating? He was having a hard time. <laughs> well, the dude's he got like, the. He was just he's like, got yeah, like two got and a half hand. fingers left. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Then just yeah. then just then just grab it with your fucking which is strong hand and just bite and just bite it like a chicken wing. Yeah. Or you're the king. Have someone cut that shit up for you. What exactly. Are you doing, yeah. Like someone who cut up like like my niece's uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Take the crust off. <laughs> um, no, I totally agree. And, and my wife called that out too. She was just like, 
what's what's the deal with the way he's eating? Uh, And it's funny at the time I was just like, I don't know. He just eats weird. But I didn't even think he only has like like this many fingers. <laughs> or He's like, um, so then after uh, the night of kisses, Joffrey says that shit. They kind of go back in, and Benny, you were bringing up. Damon comes down, is talking to Lena. Um, and She's then, got the hots. I think. I mean, yeah. There, there was a little bit of flirtation going on there. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I don't know which happened first, but basically, so a, uh, Joffrey and Lenor palling around. Like I thought I was like, all right, like on the dance floor, a little, little close, but the most important thing is Damon and Rhaenyra. What'd you guys think of this? Like, do you think that that was okay? Several things. What was she really telling him? Like, Take me to Dragonstone, fuckface, and marry me. And did they kiss? Was he choking her? What was going on? What were your thoughts on on this? I think she was calling his bluff 100%. I don't necessarily think that that's what, you know, I don't think that she definitely meant exactly what she said. I think it was more of like, yeah, okay, do it. You want to do it? Do it. Um, And I, I don't think anything happened between them. I think that was, I think definitely they were close enough to where, Viserys is like, uh, what the fuck are you doing? Like, didn't we <laughs> yeah. just have this conversation? Like, yeah. this is why you're here right now. And I'm sure Allison saw that. And that probably was like, you know, all right, this is again, more confirmation that these two were fucking. Um, but I think it was maybe things were about to get a little heated and they were going to start like yelling at each other. But it was the kind of the red herring of, you know, what we see next. Right. Robbie, what did you think? No, um, I agree with Benny. I thought she was definitely trying to call his bro- his his bluff, and probably after last week, she's like, "Fuck this guy." Hey, <laughs> he's all he he's all talk anyway, so she's gonna call his bluff. I did like the way it was shot though, like so you couldn't you you saw a potential kiss, but then the crowd blocked their their view, and then kind of and then you got it from Viserys' point of view, where it kind of blocked his vantage point as well, so he could he couldn't really see, but. He was just like, like he says, like, what the fuck? Does anybody learn in this? <laughs> Does anybody learn in this fucking show? It's and that was even in. Sorry, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I'm done. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, Benny, that meme you sent us. That's that was perfect. Like an Because that's basically exactly what you're saying, Robbie. He's just like, can't I just fucking have a party and yeah. shit doesn't have to go off? But you're you're right, Robbie. As the also the chief cinematography correspondent for this podcast. Yes. It was a great scene the way they shot it. Um, and then because first time through same thing, I, we're like all the Sarahs. We're just like, what the fuck is going on? Why is someone screaming? Did Damon like try to run away with Rhaenyra or what's going on with, with Lane or like what the hell's going on? And then we see it real Sir quick. Kristen Sorry. Stamp, go ahead. No, before we get to that, I wanted to say what me, what me and Benny were saying on the golf course with Vince Lombardi. I said, what the <laughs> hell is going on out here? Viscerous <laughs> Lombardi. Viscerous Lombardi. Yep. like, what the hell is going on out here? <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, so uh, Kristen Cole, Mr. Simp, is just pummeling 
absolutely making mincemeat out of this guy's face. That was, I mean, he fucked him up, dude. Yeah. Dude, dude that, he, that reminded me of, uh, what was that, Glorious Bastards when, uh, yeah. Who was punching? Was it Hitler? They punches for punches something, but that's 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 your mind. He was shooting him, and he just like was just like complete, yeah. like riddled with bullets. Yeah, yeah, that or maybe uh, a little red viper situation. Just I was thinking that we caved in, but it also kind of I mean it parallels um, what Damon did to his wife. Yeah, they both left uh, both left with some fucked up skulls after this yeah. episode. And I wanted to, I want to bring up quickly before we finish up on Kristen Cole here. Yeah. Cause I think this is gonna be the last time we're gonna talk about Damon this episode, most likely. There's no gray. The dude's just a fucking asshole at this point. Like there, you know, maybe he'll get some type of redemption later on, but like he this guy is in full fucking chaos mode at this point. Like, not there's no redeeming quality to anything that he's doing. He's just out to fuck shit up and, and get himself some castles. I love it though. Me too. Oh yeah, and they, and they couldn't have picked a better character that plays off of who, who Damon is because this guy, his face is just like like you said, he's like a little inbreeding action. So it's like <laughs> he, he plays it off so well, and 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 it's like yeah, like you're right, Benny. There's no more. This guy's just this is who he is, and there's no in between as of right now. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, they tr- they trick you know again. A little bit of the swerve with the here he comes with his nice new haircut and i'm acting all cool at you know everything's back to normal and then by the time this episode's over it's like dude fuck this guy man he sucks yeah. <laughs> but yeah Kristen cole fucked up the night of kisses big time i mean um, that must have happened think about like that must have happened so often with anyone with a gauntlet or like the armor the way that it is on their hand like in medieval times, people without helmets must have got their face caved in like all the time. Yeah, yeah, and it, and he's the only one in that whole place wearing armor, most likely. So, yeah, except other king's guard, maybe. Yeah, if they're even and in there. I didn't real it. quick. I think the, you know, I think the king's guard is run by the NYPD because nobody came to help. <laughs> <laughs> no one. Everybody's like, "Well, what, what happened? Oh, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. No." Well, why don't so, you why don't you walk it off, buddy? Go take a yeah, walk. You're fine. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> but because he's King's Guard, I think now I don't think this is going to happen. I think it's just going to be other shit going on because Allison at the end, we see she saves him from killing himself. I think she's going to kind of like take him under her wing. But he could have easily said, I mean, he pulled out a knife. He could have said, like, he pulled the knife on Rhaenyra because he's. Uh, a jilted lover of um, Lenor or whatever. He could have said any- fucking anything. He threatened the king, like whatever. My job is to protect them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't get to that, but maybe that's why everyone was just like, oh, King Guard must know what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's part of it. That's part of it. But I think too, he's so, you know, with the fact that, like you said, he didn't have to go and try to kill himself after this, but he's so like, okay, wait. So now, this dude gets to fuck the king's consort, uh, the queen's consort. And I threw my fucking shot out the window at this. Like, fuck that. You don't get to be happy. I don't get to be happy. I'm killing you and I'm fucking go kill myself. And I'm just done with the shit because yeah. I spilled the beans. So I'm at some level, I'm fucked at some point because she's Renair is going to find out that I that I dropped the dime. Yeah, I so, yeah, 
he's in he's in full full meltdown mode. Love it. What a one eighty. Yeah, for real. And one last thing about this scene, or I mean, you guys might have some stuff, but I loved uh so Lionel Strong, the guy that was just just was like murking people out of the way to grab Bernira. That's his son. Um so Lionel, what the hell's his name? Someone that I know. Uh Harwin. His name his nickname is Breakbones, which I love. Nice. That's fantastic. And yeah, he just was just like the fuck out of the way. But I just love that. Like he's like, Dad, can I go? Dad, can <laughs> I go? Dad, can I go? And he's just like go. And then yeah. <laughs> that was great. No, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, so then yeah, Joffrey's face is mincemeat. Um, Sir Kristen doesn't kill himself, and then basically, shotgun wedding. Yeah, I, very awkward wedding. Yeah, when I first saw it, I thought maybe this was like a little bit later, but then when they panned out and they showed you like the feast and the what? blood on the ground with the rat again with the rats, we saw that what two episodes ago or last episode. Um, and then Viserys just passes out at his daughter's wedding. Just wild, wild scene. Well, that's what I thought too, that they were alluding to his death because you saw him bleeding from the nose. Hey. Oh, like yeah, right yeah. Before yeah. that. So yeah, I was like, that. this dude is like, he's on his last minutes here at this point. I thought the whole, you know, the whole fracas at the feast was going to just cause him to like tap out and just be, you know, his body just gives out. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I mean, anything else from again, great, great scene. This whole the last like 25 minutes, whatever it was, this whole thing was fantastic. Um, yeah, anything did we miss anything? Is there anything else to mention about that? I don't think so. All right. Um, is there anything that you can think of that we missed or that you wanted either of you wanted to bring up about this episode uh, that we didn't get to? Yeah, just on the whole, I think I mentioned in the beginning of like how much I love this episode and I think it really is just going to set, you know, uh, I think I'll talk about it in a, in a few more minutes, but it's a bittersweet episode. Yeah. Right? In, some, in some ways. <clears throat> okay. Now it was a great episode. Um, and uh, I think before we do Iron Throne, I know we're not gonna we're not gonna give up too much. But based on the the next episode, the preview of that, so we are heading towards the time jump. So I'm just I'm very excited to see to see this. Just what's gonna happen, what it's gonna be like. I don't know. Very very excited. Yeah, me too. So, um so i think like i'm sorry i think like i mentioned last week we're gonna start getting what robbie was craving early on with, like i said all these different bouncing yeah. around and like these different storylines that are not all at king's landing right we kind of got it today i mean we had or t this episode you know runestone and driftmark and then king's landing and was there anywhere else yeah either those no. three um so Iron Throne, Robbie, it is your turn first. I think this is, 
I'm interested to see what everyone. So it's going to be Robbie. Am I next or are you next, Benny? I think you're next because I went first last week. Oh boy! All right. So even my pick is is big. So I'm gonna I'm going to uh, ruin it for everybody because I think this is the last episode, right? We will see of her. Um, my Iron Throne this week is Allison. Wow. And Good I, choice. I picked her because I just love the game she's playing. I just love that she is <clears throat> feels betrayed by Renera. And I feel like I just really enjoyed her character's arc in this episode. Um, and you mentioning that green je- dress, uh, you know, that was really cool because I had no idea. So that was that's pretty awesome. I thought that was I thought that was you know really great. So yeah, I picked Allison because she has turned into the number one baddest B on my bad B rankings. Nice. Um, dead last is uh, Christian Cole. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Allison is uh she's 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 playing the game right and she's stirring shit up and she feels betrayed now she's out for revenge and um she's just completely disgusted by uh skin and bones Viserys and uh <laughs> she takes it she's taking after her her, her old pop over there Mr. Yeah. Otto Hightower so yeah Allison I'm sure I probably ruined it because somebody probably else had her but uh if this, this is a farewell to her that character um yeah goodbye and I enjoyed you your story arc. I enjoyed how you came into your own these past five episodes um, and cul- culminating with, with how you played it this episode. So goodbye. <laughs> Adios. Um, I think I was going to pick like a, a minor character. I think I'm going to go with Damon. I know he's now, like Benny said before, like just straight asshole, straight evil almost. But he he still he still moves the needle. You know, every scene he's in is great. He's doesn't say shit, kills his wife. Great scene. Anytime he shows up, great scene. The guy, Gerald Royce, who are you? Like what is what is <laughs> and then he just goes out on the dance floor and does whatever the fuck he wants, you know. Walk even walking into this feast shouldn't be there, and they're just like, "Ah, eh, it's Damon, get him a chair." Love it. I love it. I, I was. I, love it. I wanted there was a couple of people I wanted to pick, but I think just based on the fact that he's just electric, I can't. I can't look away. Had to pick him, Benny. So I, you know, this isn't an, an instance of somebody falling to you in a draft that you weren't, you didn't think was going to fall to you. Um, Cause I was, I was ready to go with uh, Lord Lionel strong because I think his family is about to become very important. I think I, he, I thought of him too. Yeah. But because they fell to me in the draft, I'm going to kind of break the rules a little bit, but I'm going to go Millie Alcock and Emily Carey the actresses that played uh, Rainera, young Rainera and young yep. Allison. Um, if this is it, like what a job they've done to the point where like, I think some people are almost nervous yep. at like, you know, what's next, but you know, I five episodes in, I got a lot of confidence in 
where this is going and, and the, you know, the showrunners and the directors and all that kind of stuff. So just want to put respect on their names um, because again, like I said, fantastic job. And, you know, we, we spend all this time talking about them as their character, but the two actresses uh, did such a fantastic job with these characters. So Agreed. gone, but not forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> true. 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 I did hear that. So it was allegedly that the two younger actresses were hired based on the portrayal of these characters by the older actresses, not the other way around. So I'm hoping that because of that, then we're going to get like almost like even better performances, but it's going to be hard to top. They were both so good. Yeah. yeah. Totally I, I guess there's a couple of who else is going to get jumped. So it's, it's Rhaenyra, Allison. I guess maybe the Valerian kids. Yep. Uh Lena is gonna get time jumped. Right. Lena is gonna get time jumped. Right. Um, Sir Joffrey's not gonna get time jumped. No, no, he's no. He's dead. Yeah. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> um, dead. And a couple babies. I mean, technically they're gonna oh, get yeah. time jumped. Oh big time. It, I'm sorry, Robbie. I know you didn't see it. Just one quick th- other thing about the next on Betty. Did you see what Aegon looks like? Yeah. He looks like he that, that coin flipped. <laughs> the coin landed my on goodness. tails. <laughs> you just, oh my God. I, that's all I'm going to say because now I just, we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> is there anything else that we should bring up or discuss on this episode or? Leading up to next week. I, I mean, so. I said it early on, but I mean, I, I'm all in. I'm all in. Yeah. I'm so happy that we got this. I'm like starting now to look forward to all the other stuff. I think we're getting um, Jon Snow like probably pretty soon after this ends. So we might be in, a, really? in like a almost like a Star Wars type thing where we're getting like Content, a new season like back to back to back and. Wow. If it's as strong as this, man, like I was thinking during this episode, are we almost going to be like, not, we're not going to poo poo Game of Thrones, but are we almost going to be like, yeah, it was great, but like we got all this crazier stuff afterwards that was like better. Possible. And that's, I mean, that's in a way too, like a credit to George R. R. Martin. Because all this stuff is just like, you know, built out of, small stories in a book that were just like kind of told not in passing, but like to give, you know, the world building, all that kind of stuff. So let's go. Let's I go. I'm happy. Fucking books. I know, but it, yo, this made me like super excited to read fire and blood. And it made me I, super excited. I like almost want to read it like now, but I'm going to, I'm going to pump my brakes. I'm going to wait until this season. Me too. Is yeah, over. me too. Yeah, me and I, <laughs> <laughs> gonna wait for the 20th anniversary of fire and blood to read yeah um but also i have the world of ice and fire that i never Same. cracked open so you know i opened it once <laughs> yeah i like looked at the pretty pictures and yeah. <laughs> enjoyed okay. it because i spent you know a good amount of money on it I know. um oh, idiot but if you want something i don't know if they confirm they're going to make it i want to throw it out there for people to read the duncan egg oh, did you read those, those? Are, I read the first one. I think I read maybe read the second one. Um, I, yeah, those I read are cool. All three. That was another one that was like, 
you know, I went into it like, all right, let's see what happened. And by the time you get to the end of that first little short story, I guess you call it. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow, Novella, this that was fuck- something. Yeah, that yeah. was fucking awesome. So uh, we encourage you guys to jump in. Like if it's not necessarily these books, but all the other stuff, jump in, take a look. Cause it, there's so much content. And if you have any questions about that or want to bring something up, email us. We would love that. Yeah. Going gray pod at gmail.com. Correct. Um, I think Duncan... <laughs> um, I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, I think Duncan Egg is going to be is one of the things that's probably going to be a series. Or that'll be fantastic something. too. Yeah. What does he say? Dunkalunk, thick as a castle wall. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, definitely send us an email. Um. Or if you're, especially if you are a female that is listening, please join us because three D, three hot D's and a bad B would be a good time. Yeah. Nice. Is there anything else we should mention before we wrap it up and let the people go? No. All right. Robbie, tell them good night. Hey, good night. <laughs> good night, Chris and Cole, forever. For, well, good night, Jeffrey Lawnmouth, forever. For yeah, real. True. Yeah. <laughs>